All right, so we're back. This is number six, episode number six for the Tri Podcast. I'm Ryan Subhan. I'm here with my co-hosts uh, and good friends, Ryan Bailey and Luke Morrow. Hey, Good evening. All right. <laughs> and um, so tonight we're going to be talking about a couple things. Uh, first, we're going to be reviewing. Well, first, we're going to talk about the things we've been listening to and watching and anything that's been uh, entertaining us over the past week. And uh, we missed last week because of Thanksgiving. So we'll uh, have a little extra what we've been watching and listening to for that extra week. And uh, then we're going to review Big Star's self-proclaimed number one <laughs> album. Um, the album is called Number One Album. Um, and that is uh, Mr. Moro's pick this time. So he's going to walk us through a lot of the background on the band and the album when we get to it. But uh, to kick us off, let's uh, go to Luke and see what, what have you been listening to and what have you been ta- or li- uh, watching this week. Oh, boy. I'm tongue-tied. Oh, uh, you're uh, out of rhythm now with the week off. How was everyone's Thanksgiving, <laughs> first and foremost? Uh, Mine was great, especially with a Cowboys win. Yeah. Complaining the whole game and then finally oh, okay. I had some pumpkin pie. It was great. Uh, it was just, you know, my annual slice of pumpkin pie. It was you wonderful. You one? I had like seven slices of pumpkin pie. It's my favorite. Had his own pie made. What's your favorite it's, side? Uh, Thanksgiving side. Stuffing. Stuffing. Oh yeah, for sure. Gotta Definitely be the stuffing. stuffing. Yeah. Uh-huh. My mom makes really good yams with like yams and apples and like syrup. Yams. And stuff. That's really good. Okay. <laughs> Green eggs and yams. How was your Thanksgiving, Luke? Uh, mine was actually pretty bad. It was actually probably the worst Thanksgiving. Oh, you were away, right? Yeah, it was the worst Thanksgiving I've ever had. But that speaks more to like the good childhood I had as opposed to how bad this Thanksgiving actually was. But uh, it was spent on a bus watching the Vikings right. lose, so that ruined the day. Oh, I uh, forgot they played. once we got to Georgia, um, we went out to eat that night for a Thanksgiving meal, and we went to this nice restaurant. They had a buffet. They did a terrible job restocking the food, so I didn't get any stuffing, which I love. I didn't even get any turkey on Thanksgiving. <laughs> I had ham, uh, mashed potatoes, which I love, and baked ziti. So it was an interesting... I do love ham. I like ham more than turkey. Uh, yeah, I agree. I agree. But uh, we we don't have ham. I'm trying to think. I don't think on any of the holidays, except Easter. But I haven't celebrated Easter in years now, so I don't really get no, ham very uh, much. No either. Peter Cottontail? <laughs> None. You were talking such a big game about all this Easter music, and you don't even celebrate the holiday. Well, because <laughs> What's that? I haven't had the oh, ability to. Otherwise, if I could and I could go home, let me tell you, we'd be skipping that record all weekend. Oh, yeah. Playing so much. Um, What are your favorite Thanksgiving (laughs) traditions, speaking of Peter Cottontail? Are there any Thanksgiving traditions that you guys have? I don't think my family has any. I mean, mine is watching the Cowboys. Yeah, just watching football and eating. Yeah, basically. Um, My traditions, since my parents have been split my whole life, it's kind of gone back and forth between when I was at my dad's and my mom's. and now that I have a girlfriend, I'm just going to her family's every Thanksgiving. So um, the That's new tradition true. is go to her house, and then my mom does Thanksgiving dinner on Saturday night, and we have that family thing. But nothing really, like, no real tradition tradition. Yeah. Someone, <laughs> Someone trying to what? break in again? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the yep. system in our studio. That's right. The cats. Uh, Bailey, do you have any, Spray those cats. Do you have any traditions? The cats are okay, making too don't. much noise. <laughs> the cats are sleeping. Oh, I thought those yeah. were, they were pawing we're and something. In, we're, we're lulling them to sleep. Yeah. Just like the audience. Um, oh, yeah. Our techs are telling me to talk into the microphone. Yeah. Um, 
In terms of traditions, uh, I go to my aunt's house. Right, I've been going there my entire life. Um, over the past couple of years, um, we've, me, my brothers, and my dad have had this um, contagious laughter that always somehow starts for I don't know what. I, someone does something stupid, and we all just contagiously start laughing. Kind of just a. Thing That's that a happens. Thanksgiving tradition. <laughs> yeah, over the past, <laughs> we always just start laughing in the middle of the dinner. I don't know. I don't know why. Someone just does something, and it starts a chain reaction. Who did something? Is it organic? This year? Or is it, it like, it oh, is, I can't wait to like, chain oh, we gotta do the, this year. We got to do the laugh this year. <laughs> the first can't one, forget. The first one was organic. We don't plan it. It just happens. Someone always brings up. The, the year prior and says, oh, remember the time we started laughing? And I'm like, I don't know. And that's, that's the you cue. that bring it up? No, I don't know. I don't know. It's, if someone else every year. I don't know. It's stupid, but... All right. Well, you know, but, a tradition's a tradition. But no, my aunt always makes a great, great dinner. It's... So, two two kinds of stuffing this year. Mm. It, was, it was very delicious. I'm jealous. What were, like... Was it just, like, different... What was the difference in the stuffing? There was, like, some sort of uh, nut concoction. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And the one... It might have been some... I can't remember, but it was good. All right. Yeah. This is a segue into our new podcast, Talking Food. That's Talkin right. Talking Food. <laughs> did you guys watch Charlie um, Brown? So, sorry, what was that? Did you watch Charlie Brown? I did not. I actually uh, I forgot that Charlie Brown has the Thanksgiving special. What is it? The uh, Is there a Thanksgiving Charlie Brown? Yeah, from like 1971. What's it called? Like Charlie Brown's Thanksgiving or something. Oh, because I know like the Halloween was like the Great Pumpkin uh, or whatever. I don't and think there's have, any like, Charlie, Charlie Brown Christmas. Christmas is like very famous. I've never. Yeah, I was, was never into Charlie Brown. Yeah, me neither. Oh, me? I loved him. Yeah, take that. I was a fan. Yeah, my mom was a big Charlie Brown fan, so I uh, I always liked it. Well, with that it, way, or with that uh, said, to segue into what I've been uh, listening to and watching, I haven't been listening to a ton. Uh, I was I've been listening to actually quite a bit of Peter Gabriel lately because he's excellent. He has a great cover of David Bowie's Heroes that I enjoy. Uh, so I've been listening oh, to him. That's a good song. Yeah, I was listening to him today. I listened to some Isley Brothers lately. I love their album Eternal, which came out, I think, in 2001. So it's like uh, newer Isley Brothers after they were already kind of washed up. But it's really They keep good. the same style? Yeah, but it's more modern. So it's uh, kind of like R- R&B as opposed to like, I mean, I guess maybe it was R- well, their original music was R&B as well, but uh, more more modern, more not top 40. I don't know. It's more modern. If you heard it, it's it's good, though. Um, well, they, okay. that was the album that had the song with R. Kelly that I'm sure you guys would know if you heard. Um, and I'm drawing Trapped a blank. Trapped in a Closet? What's that? Trapped in a Closet? No. Although in the music video, he is trapped in a closet because he's uh, cheating on the wife of Ronald Isley when he gets home. But, um, uh, oh, man, what is the name of that story. song? crazy story. If you guys heard the song, you would know it. It was a big hit. It was like the one song oh, on the radio oh. from the album. Uh, but that was the first album I bought on the streets of New York back in the day, bootleg album, and Ooh, I still have it. You bought it on the streets of New York? Yeah. And uh, Interesting. Yeah, and the cover of the album was like so faded you could barely see it, but it played well. And uh, You bought it as a, like, a CD? Yeah, back, back when it came out, like in around you know, early 2000s when it was. And I remember we listened to it that day. I don't remember what we were doing in New York. But, yeah, that was probably the first album that uh, I got on the streets of New York and got to experience that. And I still love that album. I was listening to it the other night. Great album. Uh, and then... Is the song called Mr. Biggs? No, but that's his nickname. What? 
All right, keep going. Oh, is it Contagious? I don't know. I think it's Contagious. Um, I was looking at the... Oh, yeah, Contagious is one of the songs yeah. on the album. Yeah, that's it. If you guys heard it, you would know it. Okay. Oh, R. Kelly's on that song. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. And then, lately, oddly enough, the song I've really been about has been Goodbye Horses, one of the most iconic movie songs of all time. Oh, yeah. I've been... Uh, creepy it's it creepy is song. that's why it's good and it was perfect for the scene in the silence of the lambs which is what most people will probably know it from um yeah but uh, yeah great song i bet for some reason that's been like stuck in my head all week i've been listening to it uh, quite a bit and uh off the top of my head i don't know if i know it i'm all, sure if i heard it it's also in family guy if you've seen that episode <laughs> probably yeah like chris is dancing around i'll have to uh i'll have tuck. to check it out yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'll have to check it out. Yeah, well, the the song was used in the scene when uh, Buffalo Bill's dancing and he tucks himself mm-hmm. and uh, gets ready to right, put right, on right. his women's suit. And uh, so it's a very iconic scene. And the song has since been known by many as the Buffalo Bill song, um, not the football team. And uh, I was going to say, <laughs> I actually first heard Bill's it Mafia. in uh, Clerks 2 when they did a parody of that scene. Before ever, I saw. I'm not sure I ever saw Clerks too. I saw the first Clerks. Yeah, I saw Clerks too before I ever saw Silence of the Lambs, and so then I saw Silence of the Lambs. Like, oh, now I get that scene. That's where the song is from. But it's a. Uh, uh, it's a. Yes, it's you a jumped. Movie. You jumped to the sequel of Silence of the Lambs, Clerks too. Exactly. <laughs> and is it, that it, Kevin it Smith? Didn't make any sense. Yes. Yeah. So I actually, I'm probably going to watch Silence Kevin of the Lambs Smith. this weekend now because I've been like obsessed with it now with this song. Maybe it'll be on TV when you get home tonight, or when you turn your TV on tonight. I hope so. Because yeah, it will because we're talking about it. That's right. It'll be on. That's how it works. There's sixth sense. There has to be a name for that. For things being on after it's no. For when like you talk about something and then it, and then it's on, kind of like it'd be like the opposite of Murphy's Law almost. Yeah, but that would just be uh, like a. Oh my God! Now I can't think of the word. It's such a common word. A coincidence? When, yes. No, but I think there's something more than that. All right. Well, let's create something for it. What's the opposite of Murphy? Brown. Brown law. That's what we'll call Perfect. it. No. Oh, it's the Brown law in effect. Based off of Murphy Brown. Um. All right, folks. You heard it here first. The Brown law. Yep. When you talk about something and it happens afterwards, it's the Brown law. Yep. Trademark. Well, Try podcast. Speaking of, speaking of Murphy Brown, wasn't every um, intro credit like different? Like the intro credits were a different song every time, right? I have no idea. I never actually watched the Am show. Am I just making that up? Me neither, but for some reason I... I don't even know what show you're talking about. Murphy Brown. There's like a different writer no every idea. single uh, episode. I don't know. Oh, you're thinking of American oh, right. uh, Horror Story. Oh, great show. Yeah. I haven't seen the new season. Oh, the new season is top-notch. Top-notch. And then um, um, what I've been watching, because I really don't care about American Horror Story, uh, what I've been watching lately... It's been quite a bit, actually, because I got I got home off the road from like eight days, and I just wanted to relax, and I binged a bunch of stuff in a row. I was up to like 3 a.m. Saturday just watching TV, and uh, I watched Kevin James' movie on uh, Netflix um, when he's like the secret agent. Oh, that looked terrible. What movie is that? I don't know the name of it. It's like Chronicles of a Secret Agent. It's yeah. Very bland and just. Like, I don't even know he made a movie like that. It's not bad. Um, it's kind of more like a family friendly type movie. It's uh, an action comedy. And it's like a classic. Mm, the action com. Yeah. <laughs> it's not as bad as Paul Blart. It's more. It's a It's a better movie than those. And it's not as like stupid and funny. It's more serious, more action. 
but there's no like I think there was one swear you know they they kept it clean so that families um, I assume so that families could could still watch it so but it was it was entertaining it, it held my attention it was okay uh, I watched I think it's The Intruder also on Netflix awful movie terrible horror movie oh, I wondered who watched that <laughs> yeah that was a mistake and I would not recommend that to anybody uh, the yeah Intruder. I saw it in the recently watched yeah I got suckered into. Uh, the horror theme slasher film and uh it was just awful it was kind of like trying to rip off uh a hitchcock movie and it was just so boring and it relied on suspense but it wasn't suspenseful at all just terrible terrible um I wa- i'd like to take a side note real quick yeah. um bailey and i are watching one of the best office episodes in the background right now uh the dinner party at michael and jan's house Oh. I, this is just, this this episode is just amazing. Thanks it for is. your undivided Everything attention. Ab- Sorry, no, we have you. You have uh, your attention, our attention. It's you know, you told us about Intruder and how terrible it was, and now I'm never going to watch it. Yeah, that's true. That is a great right. episode, though, and I love the whole thing with the uh, like the plasma TV that tucks into the wall. <laughs> that's the best. <laughs> that is the best scene. All right, sorry. Uh, continue. The- uh, you said you're watching one more thing. Uh, two more, quick. The, we, we talked about it off the air this past week. I only watched one of the parts. I got to sit down and watch the whole documentary, but the, the Leah Ramini, however you say her last name, um, the actress about leaving Scientology and the documentary trying to expose Scientology Scientology and how bad it is. And Is it a series or is it, are they releasing it like a few episodes at a time? Yeah, I think it's a series. It's a documentary, but they turned it into like a, a series. I think they have one okay. each week, and I think it started like a while. I think you know, like it's pretty deep into it. Uh, Is it? I feel like it just started. I, that's what I thought, but then I saw some sort of like commercial or something, or I saw something online that said something about like September twenty uh, third or something, somewhere around there. I think I don't know. I have no idea. Interesting, but uh, it was. I mean, it that whole. Okay. I, yeah, I told you. Um, you thought it was just okay. I mean, I have to, that particular episode... I mean, there's more to it, I guess. Yeah, that particular episode wasn't, like, anything amazing, but I I, I, I think I just jumped in in the middle. I have to watch the whole thing through. Um, yeah, I told you I I'd stumbled across the uh, AMA on Reddit with her about Scientology and everything, and, I mean, she's, like, divulging everything, yeah. like, no holding back. She is just... She's, she's, she wants the world to know, and, I mean, this everything she said about it is it's crazy that they're allowed to do anything that they do yeah well that's the interesting part is that uh, well for one they asked the documentary crew asked for this the the church of scientology whatever their official title is asked for their participation they said no they're actually like trying to sue them and they've been uh discounting or trying to disprove everything that the documentary says so scientology has really gotten on the defense here about this documentary but it, it's interesting. Well, they don't want people to know. No. And it's interesting because Leo was in Scientology for like, I don't know, 25 years or something. And then she finally. She was born into it. Okay. Yeah. And then I guess. Her, uh, yeah. Her, so her mom, her mom was a Scientologist. And so she was born into it. And her mom actually left with her, I think is the whole thing right now. Okay. Like she got her and her mom out, right. but it's, it's like not easy to leave. No. It's not like we're Catholic, like Catholicism. Like if I don't want to be Catholic anymore, I don't have to be Catholic anymore. That's what that's what they Where said. Like because they interviewed a, a couple. The whole episode I saw featured on like one particular couple that also left and uh, that spoke about the things that they saw in the religion. And that's what they said. They were living like at one of the places where a bunch of members were living together or something, or they're at like mm-hmm. one of the buildings, whatever it was. 
And that's what he said. They were trying to, the, the church knew that these people were kind of on the outs and wanted to leave. And they had people like guarding the door of their bedroom to not even let them out of their bedroom uh, because they don't it's want them crazy. to leave I, like the premises to actually leave the church. There's like rumors that they've like killed people and like all these things like to prevent people from leaving and the stuff getting out. And um, she was saying like she's not allowed to have contact with anyone or not that she's not allowed to, but the people inside like Katie Holmes and the people that she was like, like actors and actresses like she they're not allowed to contact anyone outside of that has left Scientology. Right. Yeah. And like, I guess it was like a big impact on her. Like, they, so they treated all the celebrities in Scientology differently than the regular people. So like, they had I was she was saying like every celebrity has like servants at their house that are Scientologists mm-hmm. who basically like they one they keep an eye on her, but two they also like do anything that they want them to do. Yeah, it's crazy. The whole thing is ridiculous. Yeah, isn't John Travolta like high up in the Church of Scientology? Like. Isn't Travolta a Scientology? I, Tom Cruise. Yeah, I know he's is a member. Tom Cruise? I think Travolta is, too. Yeah, Maybe. yeah, Travolta, Travolta's a member, yeah. Yeah, Tom Cruise was an Tom, example they kept using. and and Well, they think they think Tom Cruise is, like, the messiah. Yeah, he's a weirdo. I love, He's one of my favorite actors. Well, at least he used to be. He hasn't really done anything good in years, but, uh, yeah, he's a strange guy. What, you don't like Mission Impossible 16? Absolutely not. And uh, the Scientologists are now going to come after us for, for talking about them, so... Moving on. Um, so when we're not here next week. <laughs> yeah, you'll know why. Uh, yeah. Moving on. One last thing. Search Party. I watched it all in one sitting. That show on TBS that was written by Michael Showalter. It has maybe from Arrested Development. Excellent. Yeah, it looked awful. What? No. Excellent. Excellent series. It was good? I recommend it. Yeah. Is it a comedy? No, not really. That's the thing. It's not exactly what you're expecting. There's there is some laugh out loud moments. There's uh, it's mostly like dark humor, um, but it's it's good. Uh, it's more of like an actual suspense and drama. And you're it, it has a good storyline. Uh, the whole missing person case that they're trying to figure out is actually really good and interesting. And okay. so that's what keeps you the watching. It's a perfect show to binge, and that's why they made it all available at once on demand. Um, well, they did the same thing with Angie Tribeca when it first came out. Yeah, yeah, and that's a little different because that's just like a sitcom. You don't need to to binge that. But this, that show is great, though. Yeah, TBS is doing really well uh, with their sitcoms. I don't know if I never. I don't know if I'd like it. Did you check? Did you watch it or no? Not really. I know Steve Carell is very Steve Carell and his wife, right? They both like wrote it. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's slapstick. It's all yeah. like like Naked Gun. Yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. It's like Airplane as a TV series. It's uh, that's an excellent show as well. But uh, yes, no search party. I recommend it was really good. Um, and uh, and 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 yeah, I can't say anything. I'll I'll have to wait until you guys actually, if you guys actually watch it to talk about the end because uh, the final episode was 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 pretty good. But uh, but yeah, no, I recommend that show. Good show. All right, yeah, I think I'll check it out. Yeah, me too. All right, uh, Ryan, what are you even listening to, watching? Oh well, I'll have to, you know preface with i finished the sopranos oh Uh, oh, let me tell you talk about a plot twist right yeah what'd you think was not expecting that i thought it was pretty good obviously i have a pretty good idea of what happened to mr soprano um i read up on a little bit on the theories obviously that it's since it's almost 10 years old i'm the consensus you can say whatever you want pretty much that he he gets shot there at the end um and I, th- it, it, the one reason why I believe that, just kind of off the top, is because I just think back to one of the episodes where he's talking to his uh, brother-in-law, Bobby uh, Bacala, 
Yeah. And he's like, they they say something about how, oh yeah, I bet you never, bet bet you can't even hear it when it happens. You know what I mean? Something all you, Luke, you know what I'm talking about? That one scene in I think it's the first episode of season six, where he's like, they're sitting on the boat, and he's like, yeah, I bet you can't even hear it when it happens. Um, so that kind of makes me think that, um, given that you know it just goes black, um, and silent, that makes me think that. Is there like a, I've never watched the show. Is there like a gun in the scene, or does it? No, just... it's just, it's you could you could delve into that final scene and spend hours and hours just reading on the, reading about theories. But it's the consensus is that there's a guy in there, um, mm-hmm. who basically ends up shooting him. Um, I I don't I I could talk for hours trying to get into it, but it's that's basically the consensus. Bailey, have you online. been on Reddit? I, I I delved in a little bit. Didn't really go too deep. That's down where you're going to get rabbit hole. The best but I answers think, yeah, to the theories. I think I'll, I'll do more. Uh, but obviously, overall, great series. I, I I loved it just because it took place in New Jersey and subject matter was great. Um, obviously, a very original. Um, well, maybe not so original, but for HBO, um, pretty original, I guess. I think it is yeah. kind Luke, of. Were you? Oh, sorry. I think it is kind of original because it 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 was like the first time. I think kind of the only time that uh, they portray like the mafia as kind of like regular Joes as opposed to like uh, larger than life figures. Like in all these movies, right. Goodfellas, and those things were based on true stories as well. But like they were like, you know, these successful guys. I feel like in that, Goodfellas, they were pretty regular guys. Eh, I don't know. I feel like in Sopranos, like you saw like what what modern day mafia is kind of like where it's it's not as big of a deal. And not that they were like struggling to... Uh, get through life but i don't know they were just regular guys as opposed to no i i could see that i agree luke do you have any ties to the mafia my grandfather was supposedly asked to join the mafia twice when he was uh uh, a younger man um and declined both times one how was he asked uh, they just like, hey, Mr. Moro, you want to be in? No, it's a Mr. Moro. You want to join? <laughs> exactly. And we supposedly, supposedly know, I'm not going to say any names. We supposedly know oh boy. Uh, a guy who was the head. I don't know if he's still alive, but he was supposedly like the head of the mafia in uh, our area. Hmm. Oh. My, uh, one of my, uh, or sorry, Luke, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just going to say, I mean, it's not as uh, prevalent as it used to yeah. be. Like, you know modern mafia one of my ancestors um used to have a laundromat in like new york city and apparently um he used to pay protection to the uh to the mob wow <laughs> yeah all right but that last scene of sopranos is so well done as you said bailey you could talk yeah. about it forever but uh the the last whatever it is five minutes is just perfect the way they did it to leave yeah, it on such a cliffhanger yeah and I was I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. I just remember there was so much controversy when it happened. Oh, People yeah. couldn't believe that that's how they ended it. Yeah, and I under like we talked about it earlier. I understand for someone who watched the whole show, I would have been pissed too. But I thought it was a perfect ending from like a writing standpoint to to leave it. I mean, that's the ultimate cliffhanger. And I think I don't want to yeah, ruin things right. for Bailey and his theories. But if I remember correctly, the creator has since come out and said that that he he did live. Um, oh yeah. Because I think ideally they wanted to make a movie eventually, but then of course mm-hmm. Gandolfini passed away, so that's off the table. But but yeah, yeah, I didn't uh, obviously didn't. I only scratched the surface then, but <laughs> overall, great great show, and I'm, I'm I'm glad I watched it. Um, in terms of other stuff, I've been watching. I actually watched one of uh, Luke and I's favorite movies uh, on Netflix. Home Alone Two. No, oh. that's on Netflix. Home Alone Two. 
Yes, it's on Netflix. That's, all right. I watched it last weekend. Oh, it's one of my favorite favorite Disney movies. Um, Judd Apatow was the executive producer, and Tony Perkis is just one of the greatest characters ever created. It's just a gr- overall that whole movie is just great. It, Everything oh, yeah. about that movie is great. It's, it's tough to even think that that was a Disney movie. Yeah, that's weird. It is. It's, it is weird. Yeah, it's. Uh, I could I could quote Tony Perkis. Forever. <laughs> that's yeah. I mean that movie. Everything about that movie is great. Um, you been listening to anything or? Yeah. Um, actually, um, listened to um, Hot Fuss um, by the Killers recently. That um, is a great one of the album. First times in a while I've ever listened to um, any of those. I I haven't listened to the Killers um, that much since like maybe high school. Um, but I actually sat down and just listened to it. Um, and forget. I mean, there's so many great songs on that album. There really is. Um, but I think my favorite song on that album. Um, which is one I basically just discovered after listening to sitting down to listen to it because you know when I was younger I didn't listen to the entire album, um, but the first one I think it's called Jenny. Is Jenny a was a friend. Of Jenny mine. was a friend of mine. Yeah, so good, so good. Great way to start off that album. I mean, this album has Mr. Brightside, Smile Like You Mean It, Somebody Told Me, all these things that I've done. Oh, all these, yeah, great one too. Yeah, yeah I mean, just those. Oh, yes. like, those are some of their biggest hits. Yeah, for sure. It's really a great album. That. And Sam's Town, uh, their second album, was is also a very good album. When we were young, when you were young is oh, yeah. my favorite so Killers song of all time. I love the Killers. I think they're great. I wish they'd come out with another album. Oh yeah. But also um, today, I actually came across uh, "Buddy Holly" by Weezer. Haven't listened to that song in a while. God, I haven't heard that song. Great song. One of my oh, favorites. High school. Um, I actually listened to a little bit of reggae. <laughs> yeah. Um, yesterday, a little. Uh, Obviously, Bob Marley and the Whalers, a uh, little Bunny Whaler, um, some some reggae uh, bands I never really heard of, Gentleman and Lucky Dubé, Dubé, I don't know, I don't know how you pronounce it, uh, but came across some some reggae that I really haven't heard before, and I, <laughs> what, what are you laughing about? Oh, he's watching The Office. Unbelievable. Attention. Uh, but yeah. I've never gonna... been a big reggae fan. I like it. I like it. It's, it's I don't know. I like... Don't get me wrong. I, Bob Marley is probably the only reggae that I really listen to. Um, I I like Bob Marley. I'm not a huge fan, though. I've, I've tried to get into it, but never could really get into it. I don't know. Something about it. I love it. And I've always said, though, that, uh, I mean, if you ask, like, anybody, they would think Bob Marley was, like, the only reggae, reggae artist because he's the only one that people have ever heard of and, like, that you ever hear in terms of music. But there's so much out yeah, there, right. obviously. Um but yeah, no, I I I like it. Um, I like a lot of different uh, artists. The only problem is the modern reggae has essentially just become rap, like Bob Marley's kids and everything. So I don't like that. Yeah, I mean it's not. that I like great. Damian Marley and in, in Luke's favorite supergroup, Super Heavy. Yeah. One of his favorite. <laughs> that's favorites. right. That's a great. That's song. a that's a yeah solid group. I mean, Mick Jagger, Joss Stone, uh, Damian Marley. Yeah, you don't like it. I don't know. Never listened to okay. Super. That that I never listened right. to Big well, Heavy. On that note, what have you been listening to, Ryan? I have been listening to, let's see, well, let's start off uh, what I've been watching. So I finally watched the first episode of Westworld. Oh, I forgot to mention, I am watching Westworld and it is awesome. (laughs) Yeah, so I've only had time to watch the first episode and it blew my mind. I don't know what happened, but it's just like, it's such a thought-provoking show and um, it really is just very well done. It's based on a movie, I'm sure. Yeah. 
uh, some of you know. And it's also, I think there's a book too. But um, it's just, it's crazy. Anthony Hopkins is in it. It's an HBC, HBO, HBC, HBO original. And um, it's just, it's very well done. The acting's great. The premise, everything behind it. I mean, it really fits in with like the technology and everything that's like happening and like moving into the future. It's really crazy. I highly recommend checking it out. Um, I know Ryan. I'm sure you like. You said you liked so it original. too. Yeah, um, very original. I mean, I was, yeah, original I, quotations yeah. because there's a book and a movie. Right. But <laughs> <laughs> the idea is. is, is I yeah, like I think the idea is really great um, behind it. Uh, outside of that, I haven't. I've been rewatching. I've been watching the Office. The Office a lot. Um, just because it's just such a great show, and you know, there's just something to good to have on in the background. Mm-hmm. You. Uh, you don't really have to pay attention to it. You don't miss much. Um, I'm a couple of episodes behind on This Is Us, but I still highly recommend This Is Us. And I wanted to mention the soundtrack in This Is Us is spot on. They're, every episode, great music. They're, so the show is set in two time periods, and they hit the music in both time periods perfectly. And it's really, really great, really well done. Music direction is awesome in the show. Yeah, I've heard good things uh, about highly, the show. It's it's really it's just the writing is just so good and it it's very well done. Um, I don't know I I know I've mentioned it before and I don't know if you guys ever watched Parenthood on NBC or heard of Parenthood on NBC. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard it's it's not similar but it's like the same feel as Parenthood. Mm-hmm. Um, I recommend it. I really liked it. As for what I've been listening to, um, well I mentioned yesterday I went down this long rabbit hole of instrumental guitar players that I used to listen to when I was in high school. So my, mm-hmm. my good friend Brad and I used to listen to these instrumental guitar players all the time. We try to play the stuff that they play and it's how we got better at guitar and it's how we learned how to play guitar better. And um, I mean, these guys are just incredible. And it started with Buckethead. Who, uh, yeah. Buckethead has been with everybody at this point. Um, he's played with a ton of bands. Uh, Guns N' Roses is one of the more notable ones that he's been with. Uh, his name is Buckethead because he wears a KFC bucket on his head when he plays, and he's a really weird dude. You, if you watch his concerts, like the mannerisms and the way he acts, it's just weird. But the guy isn't a virtuoso on guitar. It's incredible. What was that? You wear a mask too. Yeah, he wears a white mask. He's a creepy looking guy. Yeah. Um, he's incredible. He's. I highly. I don't know. I like instrumental guitar players and instrumental music. It's really, really, really impressive to listen to, and it's just like you don't even miss the words sometimes because of how well they play the guitar. Um, and then that that took me down like a Steve Vai, Joe Satriani, um, Paul Gilbert, uh, just just a ton of them. And then I ended up finding a cover of Little Wing, mm. and it was Steve Vai, um, Orianthi. I don't know if you guys know her. Oh no. yeah, she had a big song back. She in the had day. a big, big song back yeah. when we were in high school. Um, I forget what the song oh, was called. It's on the yeah, but she, it's, yeah, it's on the tip of my tongue too. Yeah. Um, but she's an incredible guitar player, and she played on the MJ tour, the Michael Jackson tour, um, after he had passed away. Like the whole that whole thing they did, like the Michael Jackson like reunion or not reunion, but like um, dedication tour after he died, and she was the guitar player on it. And uh, so anyway, it was a cover of Little Wing by her, uh, Steve Vai, and then Joe Satriani came on and played too, and it was really incredible. And um, Steve Vai was playing what he claims. So Steve Vai got his start. Do you guys know Frank Zappa? Yeah. yeah. Um, so for, Steve Vai got his start with Frank Zappa, and um, that was just 
a uh, really good place for him to start because Frank Zappa was a very weird guy, very weird guitar player as well. But um, Frank Zappa, I guess, had purchased the guitar Jimi Hendrix burned on stage and rebuilt it. And Steve I was playing that guitar during that cover, and it was really, really cool to see. Um, it was just and it was just a lot of fun. I love listening to that kind of music. It was cool to go back down the uh, rabbit hole of like high school and stuff. So that's kind of what I've been listening to. And uh, there's one song in particular that has been stuck in my head. It's called Caroline by John Foreman. I don't know. It it was on my Discover Weekly playlist. And it's an acoustic, mellow song, but it's really, really good, really catchy. Um, hmm. Highly recommend checking that out, too. That's really all I've been listening to, what I've been watching. Nothing too much. Been playing a lot of Madden lately, and I'm terrible at it. And uh, just watching football, watching the Cowboys go 11-1. and one. Yay. Yeah, that's right. Luke's excited. Oh, yeah. Not really. Yeah, that's right. Um, but anyway, all right. So uh, let us move on into our review of Big Star and their album, number one album. Oh, yeah. And Mr. Morrow. Yeah. All right. Mr. Morrow, take it away. Well, it away. what do you think of naming albums like that? I think, was it Aerosmith? Someone had like number one. Uh, what did they say? Something, something along the lines of, of uh, being a number one album. Um, I don't know. Is it kind of douchey? I think it's very douchey. Eh, it's, uh, it's, it's like. It comes off as a little arrogant to me to call your album number one album. It could be. It could. It's. It's probably someone out there's number one album. Could be. In this case, it's not as bad to me because it's their it's first so. album. <laughs> so you can kind of. Yeah. Uh, the, oh, that. So that is the only redeeming quality about the name is that it's right. their first album. So fine. Give them a break. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Whatever. So, anyways, I picked this album because I wanted to. I've been meaning to listen to this particular album, but also more I know why Big you Star. Picked it. Yeah, well, there's a great, there's a couple of great songs on it, but I've, yeah. I've been meaning to listen to Big Star for a while, and I use this podcast now as a, a way to force myself to listen yeah. to certain albums that I've been meaning to catch up on. So the reason why I wanted to listen to Big Star is he because they had an interesting career back in the '70s, and people have called them uh, the the American version of Badfinger. Badfinger, another great band from that era that uh, my father got me into when I was younger. And in, in Badfinger's case, they had a crooked manager who screwed them out of all their money, and uh, so much so that the lead singer was so like distraught, he ended up committing suicide. And then his best friend, who was also in the band, was the one that found the body, and he was so scarred, he never got over it. Years later, he committed suicide as well. So this one manager, Jesus. yeah, this one manager stole all their money, and then like um, indirectly, also killed two people, and that was the end of Badfinger. Um, but they were they were excellent, but they never really saw the benefits of their their success. And Big Star is kind of similar, and that's why they compare them to to Badfinger because for Big Star they kind of got screwed by the record companies and uh, the promotional side of things, where they released only three albums, and this number one record was released to great uh, critical acclaim, 
but it never did well because they didn't promote it very well. The record label didn't do a good job with it. It reminded me on a TV side of Arrested Development, a show that had great rating, or rather uh, great reviews, but the ratings weren't very good. Uh, and, and that's why Arrested Development was canceled. Well, for Big Star, people, the people in the know, I, I guess, uh, enjoyed it, but uh, not enough people knew of the albums, and it kind of led to their demise. So Now, did they have like a... Have they like gotten a bigger following now? Because that's like Arrested Development, where like it got canceled, but people in the after fact loved it. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't put it on the same level, but I think that Big Star does have a, a bit of a, a cult following. I mean, they used one of the songs for the that '70s show theme song. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that. Yeah, which is that's on thirteen, right? Which yep. is on this no, album. Um, oh no! In the street. In the street oh. Yeah. So, but. Uh, but yeah, I got into Big Star because of those songs. Obviously, That 70s Show and then 13 is one of my favorite songs. It's a phenomenal song. It's been on a lot of TV shows. So uh, I wanted to listen to more of them because they only released three albums. After this album, one of their lead singers actually died in, I think, a car accident. And so that really changed the, the direction of the band moving forward because they lost one of their, their singers who provided harmonies and everything. And so the second album wasn't as good. And the third album uh, wasn't deemed good enough to even release by the record label. And so the band broke up out of frustration. They finally Jeez. got that third album out four years later. The record label just kind of, you know, they had it sitting around. You might as well just release it. So uh, they were only together, Big Star was, for three years. And it was kind of a case of, you know, wasted talent. So I've been wanting to listen to them. And so that's why I chose this album. And I'm curious to see okay. what you guys thought from this uh, album from 1971. Interesting. So uh, just a quick side note, I noticed that. So, they yeah, they released three albums back 72, 74, 78. And since then, they have recently released one, two, three. Oh, that's a live album. One, two, three albums 2009, 2013, 2016. Yeah, money's tight. Oh, wait. No, I'm confused. This is weird. Keep an eye on this guy has 98 songs on it. Well, they had 40 years to work on it. <laughs> I don't think this, something's weird. Nothing Can Hurt Me came out, and that's 21 songs, so that makes more sense. I only see uh, four studio albums, and just one after 1978. It, it looks like the one they released in 2016 is just like a compilation of like all their like original demos and stuff that they had recorded. It's like not new. Um, anyway, um, interesting. That's pretty interesting stuff. Uh, yeah, Ryan, what'd you think? I, I enjoyed it. I had never heard of Big Star um, until Luke um, uh, said they were going to be the album we were going to review for this. Um, but I, I, I did enjoy it. Uh, I really liked the guitar. I thought the guitar was great throughout the entire album. Some great solos. The guitar riffs were great. Um, lyric, I, I enjoyed the lyrics as well. Um, you know, contrary to our inaugural album, um, the talking heads stopped making sense. These lyrics actually did make some sense. <laughs> Um, and they, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, and I, I read how they, I guess they drew influences from the Beatles and the birds. And I could definitely hear that as I was listening through the album. Um, uh, obviously the, what's his, uh, in the street was in that, that 70s show. I thought, so I, I thought it was interesting to, you know, I obviously had no idea that was where they got that, um, song from in their, uh, beginning credits. So I thought that was cool to discover that, um, in terms of favorite songs, um, I really liked um, um, which one? Uh, Try again. It reminded me kind of of 
George Harrison um, and one of his albums, Let It Roll, which I think might be just like a, a greatest hits album. Um, but I really like Try Again. I really liked um, When My Baby's Beside Me. India song I enjoyed as well. That one kind of reminded me of like a had some sort of flute instrument to it, reminding me of like a medieval like. Uh, I don't know. I did that was my least favorite song on the really? album. Wow. <laughs> cool. it, it gave me like a definite like Beatles vibe. Um, I get what you're saying. I know. I know what you're saying. It was I like a, a medieval uh, dance or whatever you. Yeah, like, I could see that. A masquerade ball, if you will, <laughs> kind of a little like upbeat sort of. Uh, I don't know. But yeah, I, I liked it. I thought it was great. Um, definitely, I'm happy that I, I got to listen to it. Um, discovered it. And I, I also like that 70s type of, you know, genre rock. Mm-hmm. Um, usually yeah, very it was good that, guitar. It was that 70s, like, deep purple kind of rock yeah. and, like, oh, uh, yeah. like Beatles and Zeppelin kind of sound. Yeah. Good. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Ryan, what were your thoughts? Um, I don't know. I was indifferent. I, I usually like, like, I love Zeppelin. Big fan of bands from back then. And the beginning of the album really reminded me of like Zeppelin and um and like the like bands like Deep Purple and stuff like that. Maybe not as heavy as Deep Purple, but like stuff like that. And the first four songs up to the song thirteen, which is my favorite song off the album. Um because I think thirteen is really, really good. I love the acoustic of it, I love the lyrics. That's right. I think everything about that song is great. Now take- After that, I really didn't like much more of the album. Um, yeah, I think 13, 13 in the street was fun. The first song, "Feel," was really cool. I liked how they opened the album; had a good driving beat and everything. I liked yeah. the opening of the album. Uh, and then we got to thirteen, and then the rest of the album wasn't a big fan of. And <laughs> I thought the last song was awful. It was a minute long, and it was just it just one hundred over six ended. It was just terrible. <laughs> I didn't like it. I did not like the last song. I, to combat that, I well, the last song may, maybe probably wasn't my favorite either. But I liked um, the tenth and eleventh song. So try again leads into um, watch the sunrise. The, yeah, the sunrise, um, whatever it was called. What was it? I, whatever. Uh, the try again. Try again. <laughs> goes into watch the sunrise. Watch the sunrise. I, I didn't hear the first part. Yeah, try again, Bailey. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna try for a third time. Try again. Leading into watch the sunrise. Right. Um, I like those two. Um, I like. But like Ryan said, last song maybe wasn't the best, um, but those two I, I liked I just, yeah. you know, on the tail end. I uh, yeah, you, but other, sorry, Bailey, had you ever heard of uh, Thirteen beforehand? No, oh, um, I, you had mentioned it's been in some shows, I guess, and movies. How I Met Your Mother, and was, that's why Luke picked the oh, album. Really? No, that's oh, not why I picked well, the he, album, but it wasn't how I met your mother. That is why you picked three. the album. I know it. Season three, How I Met Your Mother, it was ages ago when I watched that. It's when. Uh, it's like the minute uh, date. Stella. It's when Herman, him and Stella go on the two-minute date. See? Oh, you, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Ryan okay. knows very yeah. well. I looked it up this right, just before one. the podcast. That's your girl, too. I love her. She's awesome. Sarah Chalk. Sarah Chalk, yeah. I mean, she was obviously like Roseanne. her big role is Scrubs. And, um, Do you know she's in Roseanne? Yes. Oh, my God. That's right. One of two pe- two actresses to play, um, what's her name? The One of the daughters. Roseanne yes, Barr. Darlene, the other one. Sorry? Sarah Chalk. She's in. What was she in? Roseanne. Roseanne. 
He's one of the daughters. Roseanne Barr. This is a ridiculous conversation. The show, she's Roseanne? Of, yes, she's in the, the old TV show, Roseanne. She was in that show? Okay. Yeah, she was the second, um. the second actress to play the second daughter. Not Darlene, the other daughter. Uh, I forget what her name was. Um, but yeah, she was in uh, Roseanne. Yeah, and not the girl who's now in The Big Bang Theory or whatever. No, that, it's Johnny Galecki who's in Big Bang Theory. Now. Yeah, but his, the girl's in it, too. Oh, she is? I think so. That show's uh, terrible. I mean, I've I think they zero date episodes, in Big so Bag Theory, just no like clue. in Roseanne. I'm pretty positive. That's debatable, but I cannot fact check you on that. We're going to have to look that up afterwards. Anyway, Sarah Chalk is my favorite. I think she's awesome. Um, I don't even know what I was talking about anymore. Oh, the uh, 13 was in yeah. How I Met Your Mother. It was also in gilmore girls oh god which is a great show as well didn't they just and release a new season there is new season on netflix and i'm excited as is jimmy fallon and oh. i'm looking forward to finally watching it once maggie finishes the uh original series so we can watch it together how sad is that that you have to that you have to wait on your girlfriend to finish the original series to watch the rest that, that should be the other way around uh gilmore girls is a great show oh god I don't know what your problem they is. They opened up a, a diner, I think, in Connecticut after, based on that show, the diner in the show or whatever. The Luke's hell. Diner. No, it's not my diner. It's based on the show. <laughs> yeah. It's called Luke's. I, there's I'm, a guy named Luke in the show. I'm actually, yeah. He was also a former minor league baseball player. I'm, uh, and he was in Seinfeld. Oh. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, what episode of Seinfeld? He dates Elaine in the Spongeworthy. He, he's the one trying to prove if he's Spongeworthy. He's going to trim his sideburns. That. And he cleaned the tub. Uh, it's spotless. I don't remember that one. Uh, it's like season eight. I'll have to maybe. go back. One of the, oh, one okay. of the late seasons. I think Scott I'm less Patterson versed, is his name. I'm less versed on the new, like the the latter, the later episodes of Seinfeld right. than like the middle and earlier. I'm actually looking at my hat right now. It says Luke's. It's from uh, a restaurant in New York and not this diner. But I've already been asked if it was from Gilmore Girls. So now I have that, that to look forward to. Every time Forever. I wear my hat. You stare at your hats often? Who wears a hat with their name on it? I want everyone to know it's my hat. Don't touch my hat. <laughs> um, yeah, 13 is a very good. Very good song. Wilco did a cool cover of it. Ooh. If you guys like Wilco at all. Um, we will go to Wilco. Not anymore. I don't know what that is. from Funny People. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Seth, Seth Rogen and uh, all right, good reference. Aubrey Plaza. Um, yeah, Luke, did, I don't know, we didn't really get your, I'm sure you liked the album, we didn't get your, uh, really review of the album, what you thought. I, I mean, I agree with mostly what you guys said, uh, I did think while listening to it, I thought that it did sound like The Birds, uh, as Bailey mentioned, uh, on Influence. It was a type of the, al- uh, type of album for me, though, and I really like 13, I liked In the Street, I knew those songs before listening to this album, but I didn't know any other songs. It was a type of the album, a type of album that while I was listening to it, like, I enjoyed the songs. And if somebody, if it was on in the background, I wouldn't change it. But it's not the album or other songs that I would necessarily seek out or put on myself other than In the Street or 13. So I didn't dislike I the agree. album. I didn't like love it. Like, I'm going to go back and mm-hmm. listen to it a bunch. But but it was, it was good music. I yeah. can agree with that too, I guess. I don't think. But. I definitely would listen to 13 over and over and over again. I already but. have probably wouldn't other than and then in the street but i probably wouldn't listen to anything else on the album uh, yeah. the india song i would listen to over <laughs> that song 
was awful. With the Yaz flu. But I'll be sure to add that to the podcast very, so people can hear it. Very festive. And make their own decisions on it. Perfect. It was just... I, I don't, don't know. know what that instrument is. Some sort of flute, I guess? I don't Probably. Know. Pan flute. It's probably, the it's probably something weird. So what is it? It's the Yaz flute. Ron Burgundy oh, played it. Just got a oh, Netflix yeah, notification. Yeah. December 9th, Fuller House Season 2 is oh, coming. Oh, my God. I didn't even watch Season 1. I watched the first episode. Yeah. I hope it's fuller than the first season because it I heard it was that. awful. It didn't grab my attention. Yeah, I heard it was really bad. I watched the first um, episode and that was it. Yeah, and I guess cool. Bob Saget and Stamos and Kouye weren't even in much of it, so I had no interest. They were in like the first five minutes yeah. and they just left. Like, peace. Yeah. I we ain't doing this. It's Yeah, it didn't look very good. It didn't look appealing to me. I also don't have the... I don't know. It was. I think it was more of a novelty when we were younger. Like I enjoyed Full House when I was a kid. I thought it was great. Um, oh yeah. But like, I don't Show think it. I would go back and watch it now. It doesn't or, hold up. Uh, it's on Nick and Knight like all the time. A show that does be. hold up in my mind is Boy Meets World, and that's a show that oh, I loved yeah. as a kid, and I will still go back and watch now. As cheesy and corny as it is, like I will go. That show was awesome. I watched it and. Uh, Nick at night or Teen Nick, one of those, one of the stupid Nick channels. I was watching it the other night, first time I've watched an episode in a long time. That used to be my daily routine in college. Yeah, I know. Oh, I was just too. thinking about that. Yeah, we used to every afternoon on ABC used, Family. I used to come home from high school and watch it. Yeah, you know, and um, for me, I I didn't have the Disney Channel when I was a kid, so I didn't really watch it until college. Watching it with Luke after class, that's <laughs> it's right. obviously a great show. Oh, I watched so a lot more of. Um, uh, ben Savage's brother, uh, Fred Savage, <laughs> on The Wonder Years. Yes, um, we know. <laughs> the Wonder Years actually came up uh, in conversation um, at Thanksgiving, which was which was great. My and then everyone burst into like laughter. My cousins were talking time. about it, and I was like, I was telling the story about how all my friends in college made fun of me for watching it, but it is a great coming of age. Uh, it was more Moss, I feel like, because Moss doesn't know anything. No, I think about Perez hated it because TV. it took up his hard drive. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, that was it too. And they, I think, President Moss both hated that you watched it on the big TV too. In yeah, the that, on the big TV. That's the only place I could watch it. <laughs> we got like but, seven um, people in the uh, in the dorm, and there's just one guy I, watching. A I show picked that my <laughs> I picked my time slots. I knew when you guys were you guys would come home oh, from class God. and be like, "Oh, I don't want to watch this." <laughs> that was that was some fun times. Uh, the best was when football Sundays, Moose would get his uh, what was it, Duke blanket. Walk downstairs, sit on the couch in the corner, and just out. fall asleep three minutes into the game. <laughs> I never got that. And he was different because his body was like programmed that way. But like, I've been with people, I've roomed with people on the road where they get up early just to take a nap later on. It's like, why not just sleep in? If you have to get up for something, that's one thing. But these people will get up just to get up, and then they'll get back into bed like a couple hours later and take a nap. Just Moose sleep in. was the worst with like getting back into bed. He would, he'd be, it, he lived in freshman his bed. year, he wouldn't. Freshman year, he wouldn't as much because they were lofted. But then after that, once they were lower, he was in bed all the time. Just sleep later. <laughs> he'd come back from class. If it wasn't even that, he would do it. He would just, even if we were just hanging out in your room, he'd be in the bed. Yeah. Well, in his defense, I mean, I guess. There wasn't a lot of seating. Yeah. He had his nice desk chair. But in those dorm rooms, I mean, there's not really many places to, like, sit and actually hang out other than your bed. Yeah. No. That's true. Uh, Although senior year, Luke's room was hangout. Oh. She got stabbed by the cat. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you have to get a rabies shot now. Uh, no. She was just stretching. Um, <laughs> Luke's room senior year? Sen- oh, yeah. Luke's room. Luke had like, the big room senior yeah, year. Yeah, I took the big one. Big room. TV. Well, that's because the common room, 
that freaking TV was like a thousand years old. Busted in the first week. We had yeah. uh, Ivy coming through the wall. It wasn't the House best. Was it was kind of cold apart. in there too. Yeah, yeah, very drafty. It wasn't the I best. I slept there room. that one time. We had the snowstorm. The I slept there a couple times, but uh, yeah. snowed in. I was freezing days. with the blizzard. The upstairs living room was much nicer, but we just never wanted to walk up those stairs and go outside. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like every, Bailey and Moss would always get up earlier and just come downstairs and just stomp before around. you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I would not do anything. Bailey would put sword. his boots on and just stomp. It was like that's uh, just me. What does Perez call them? What are they? Paul Bunyan. Paul Bunyan boots. boots. Paul what was Bunyan I supposed boots? to do? I, I can't levitate across the floor. You know, a guy's got to walk. Yeah, but you don't have to put your boots on to do it. Isn't that a thing? Don't uh, people wear like uh, heavy like shoes, almost like bricks or something, to like strengthen their their like, I have never yeah, heard that. That's exactly what I was like doing. Like Achilles or so, something. That's what Bailey would do. Yeah. He was doing like his Achilles workouts in the morning. <laughs> oh my god. Achilles? Did you say Achilles? <laughs> Achilles? Yeah. Um, that's too funny though. Uh, anyway, Luke, on a scale of one to ten, what would you give the album? Um I feel like I'm an easy critic on the scale of one to ten. And with that said, I'd probably give it uh I'll say a six point five. Okay. Uh, for me, I'd say I'd say six. Uh, I feel like I'm an easy grader too, but I, I feel like I need to normalize my uh, my grades because we're gonna be doing this a lot. I wanna be I wanna inflate my uh, your grade numbers. Yeah. Well, I'm not an easy grader and it's probably like a three or a four. Oh my wow. god, that's like the lowest one yet. It gets it gets a rating of the amount of songs that I liked on the album. Like the East German judge over here. Seriously. <laughs> I just, I only liked four songs, really. Well, that's, I don't know. I'm sorry. Okay. Fine. I, yeah, yeah. To each his own, you know. Yeah, You're exactly. not like every album or your review. It's just the way it works. That's right. We can't be like, oh, this is the best album ever. This is the best album ever. This is awesome. This was a number this one awesome. record, though. It was superb. <laughs> oh, yes, of course. Um, speaking of... Not speaking of that, but speaking of albums that we have to review, we should start throwing in some uh, like genres that we're not too accustomed with. Yeah, I was thinking of that too, and given that it or given that it's uh, my choice. Yeah, next so week. I was curious who was going to choose. Oh yeah, come on. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think with that, that'll conclude our review of Big Stars, self-proclaimed number one album, uh, number um, one in your heart as well. If you guys like what you heard, if you like what you see, check it out. Uh, it's on Spotify, iTunes, I'm sure. Uh, Luke, did you stream it on YouTube? I did. <laughs> All right, so it's on YouTube. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so we're the Tripodcast, and uh, we'll be back next week with Ryan Bailey's pick. Oh, Hello. yeah. Seymour Butts. What? Who's Peter Fitz? <laughs> how about <laughs> no one's seen more butts than you, Uncle Tony? Okay. There he goes. How about, Justin, quotes. how about Justin Tucker walking into the press conference and say uh, with the hey, you guys uh what you guys hear about Updog? Yep. And they go, What's up, dog? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not much. What's up with you? 
Oh, uh, it's the dumbest. That was great. Thing. That's what happens when you get a kicker doing Luke, a press conference. <laughs> that's that's great. Um, in the same vein, Luke, I just have to ask you a question: Is it true you can't do a sit up if you can't see your hair? <laughs> that that is the dumbest. Like uh, you know, I don't know you, premise to get him to do a sit up. <laughs> for years, I thought it was if you can't see your hair. But I actually watched it with the subtitles, and it's actually if you can't see or hear. You needed the subtitles to tell you that. Really? No, I, it sounds like Keenan Thompson is the, is the character. Oh, Roy, I love Keenan. Like, you can't see your hair. That's funny. Um, what is he? Who is he? Like Forrest Gump? Chase. <laughs> that was a miss of the abdominal muscles. I'm happy to lay this one to bed. Why would somebody not whole, be able to do movie. a sit up because they couldn't see or hear? It's such a. Well, I guess that's the whole point of it. <laughs> well, we're about to rock Jerry's world. <laughs> um, yeah. S- side notes on a different topic. Netflix has introduced offline viewing. I saw that. Oh, that's so awesome. you are able to download like shows and episodes to your phone, tablet, whatever, and watch them on the go without using your data. Or if you're going somewhere that doesn't have service, yeah, perfect I have for T-Mobile, flights. so I don't have data issues with that. Or for flights. Wow, didn't even think of that because I never fly. Okay. But, you know, Mr. Morrow takes vacations once a week. So, um, not vacations. Fire miles. I'll be on three flights uh, this starting uh, Sunday over the next. That's a good uh, question, Bailey. All right, Clooney. Do you get, like, do you get miles? (laughs) What do I? Yeah. No, I'm not one of those. Some people do it, but it gets all, it's booked through work. I don't do the booking or anything. And then some people. Same with the hotels we stay at. They'll get like the reward points. They'll go up and have them put it on like their card. But uh, I don't waste. I mean, I don't waste the energy. If I actually like, like free do the booking out. and everything, then yeah, yeah no, definitely. It's, it's all free anyway, right? Yeah, it's through work. Yeah. So, but yeah, people try to take advantage and they get more free. I mean, I stuff. feel like it just makes sense though. If I did, oh my god, I would have a killing. I spent like half my years in hotel rooms. Exactly. So That's why like you, sh- you really points. should cuz you're missing out. Yeah. Well, but then I would never I never really get to use them anyway, so I but you can use them for whatever. I don't go on like trips. Yeah, but you could. You went to Minnesota recently. Oh, Minnesota. <laughs> did you go to the new stadium? It's nice. Yeah, it was awesome. Um that's the same designer, I guess, designed yeah, the Cowboys. Cowboys Stadium. It'll be the nicest stadium in the league until whoever gets the next one. Luke, you know what we haven't touched on yet? What's that? Seeing as we're in the Christmas season, uh, our favorite Christmas movies, which we'll have to do one of these weeks. Yeah, I was going to wait. I was waiting until, because I have actually, it kind of pains me to admit, because I've always been a basher of people who listen to Christmas music, but as the years have gone on now, I've, be, I've listened to more and more Christmas music. And I've already started listening to some Christmas music this past week, but I felt it was too early to bring up on the podcast. Eh, yeah, we'll save it for maybe one or two weeks from now. I did watch yeah. uh, The Christmas Vacation, though. It was on the night. Oh, my God. That is my favorite Christmas movie ever. <laughs> the night before I texted really? the trivia question, it was actually on TV. I watched the end of it. Yeah. Bailey, you've seen it, right? Yeah. Oh, man, that movie. That movie. I mean, Talk about a movie with quotes. I that love, one's great. I love Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase? Chevy. Chevy? Chevy? Chevy or Chevy? I always say Chevy. I don't is know Is it Chevy why. or Chevy? Is now Chevy? I, don't know. I don't know. I think we already talked about this. I think it's Chevy. Yeah, did we? we? Did. I think it's Chevy, we subtly, too. subtly uh, brought it up. Is that his Chevy real name? Too. Probably not. Nah, is it, isn't that a, a place in like Maryland? Isn't there a, a Chevy Chase? Yeah. Well, it's uh, Chevy Chase Bank. That's the name of University of Maryland uh, field at 
the Bird Stadium. Okay, so his name is Cornelius Crane Chevy Chase. Oh wow. Self self given Chevy. Cornelius. Oh. He's six foot four. Oh. He looks pretty bad these yeah. days. How old is he? He is did you guys watch Community? Bailey, you watched yeah, Community. Yeah, that's where he looks pretty bad. Oh, you'd like Community. Um, he's in Community. <laughs> I, I think he's 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 getting up there, right? Seventy three. Oh, so cool. not that old. He was. He, they interviewed he him. Look, he doesn't at look the, great. Um, the fortieth anniversary of SNL, and he did not seem. With he him. doesn't look great. He's seemed out of it. He's also had three wives. Three wives. He was great. He was great in three the wives. 80s, yeah. Him in the National Lampoon's movies, uh, incredible. I and watched a cat is eating everything. I watched a random movie with him from the eighties. Um, something fa- farm is it? Uh, it was on HBO. He's a writer, and he moves to like the middle of nowhere to try to write up his first book. He needs uh, silence, and it's actually pretty good. I, I think huh. I would enjoy any Chevy Chase movie. That is pretty interesting. That's how good he was. In his yeah, day-day. he was really good. I mean, what's your favorite National Lampoon's movie? I feel like we've had not this National Lampoon. Too. Sorry, favorite vacation movie. Vacate like the like because there's Christmas yeah. vacation. I think I have to go vacation. Christmas they're vacation. All, they're, they're all National Lampoons. Though. They are all National Lampoons, but National Lampoons did other things too. Right? Uh, they did well, like because they did the Animal House stuff. Yeah, oh, I think they Animal did House. Animal House. Yeah, they, yeah. They made good movies until like the nineties. What did they do? They did um. Yeah, then they did that Tom. movie that Moose loved. Oh, like Beta House. Yeah, and they oh, did like the Van Wilders and stuff. That's it, Van Wilders. Van Wilders are right. The original is all right. I kind of liked it. Anyway, yeah, uh, my favorite is Christmas Vacation. I got to go with the original. I would probably agree. That's also a great one. They're all great. What, Luke? Yeah. Yeah. What are there, four? They're, they're all great. Sorry? Are there four of them? Um, uh, yeah, there was... Not counting... Not including the new one. 83 was the original. I think, like, 85 was European Vacation. Christmas was 89. And then in 1997, they released Vegas Vacation, which I actually saw in theaters. Oh, that's right. What was that, 97, you said? Yeah, I think so. Oh, my God. I didn't realize that was... I like that one, too. 19 years old. So there was... I don't know what that is. National Lampoon's National Lampoon's Vacation. There was European Vacation, Christmas Vacation, Vegas Vacation. And then they did a Christmas Vacation, too, with uh, Cousin whatever. Oh, right. Oh, uh, Randy Quaid. Yeah. He's like not oh, allowed back it. in this country now. Why? That guy's got a lot of problems. Oh, okay. Is he related to Dennis Quaid? Yeah, they're brothers. I think they are. Oh. All right. Um. Anyway, yeah, Christmas Vacation, one of my favorite, all-time favorites. My mom and I, That speaking of tradition, uh, Christmas tradition, every time we used to put the Christmas tree up when I was living at home, we'd put that movie on, we'd watch it every year when we put the tree up and decorated it. That's why it's your All favorite right. Christmas right. movie. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, Isn't that Nice little sentimental attachment to it. Yeah. But uh, still, it's a great movie. I actually, um, sorry, go ahead. I think it's European Vacation that I didn't really like. There's one of them that I wasn't too fond of. Yeah, I don't know. I watched The Santa Claus last night. One of my favorites. That's a good movie. That's like so reminiscent of my childhood. Mm -hmm. Is that with Tim Allen? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, Tim, the tool time Taylor, the guy who's friends with like uh, Seth Rogen and all those. I forget what his name is. He was in Ten Things I Hate About You. He plays Bernard, the head elf. Oh uh, yeah, he's in a bunch of stuff. Forget his name. He's got a crazy last name, doesn't he? Yeah. He was in uh, David Krumholtz. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. He was in one of the TV shows on CBS with those geniuses and all the numbers. 
is it maybe it's numbers <laughs> that's actually a pretty good show <laughs> um numbers that is a good show he's in one of those shows criminal mind no not criminal minds i don't know one of those i don't watch any of them david he was in uh he was in uh freaks and geeks oh yeah he was too he's he in was like a everything cool college brother yeah. Anyways, did I, I cut off your story? What were you saying? What was I saying? Was he telling a story? Was I telling a story? Was that the end of it? I thought I cut you off. The Santa Claus? No, that was the end of it. He watched Good Santa movie. Claus the other night. Uh, One of my favorites. Did you know that the wife in uh, the wife in uh, all the uh, vacation movies that she was Beverly married to Al Pacino? Really? I think I did know that. I always found it weird that the kids were different throughout the vacation movies. Yeah. Well, they they get older. I guess that's true. Well, that was like the beginning of like the like Anthony Michael Hall was in that in 1983. He was in like Pretty in Pink 1984. Then he was in The Breakfast Club 1985. Yeah. Mm. Or no, Pretty in Pink maybe might have been 19, 16 Candles mm. in 1984. Bailey Saber movie. And then uh, yes. 1985 Breakfast Club. She was uh, also well. the uh, Barb in Entourage, which is crazy because she was like good looking yeah. in the 80s. And then uh, I don't know what happened to her, but. Oh. John, Hughes? John Hughes. Oh yeah, the, yeah. yeah. great, greatest filmmaker of the eighties. R.I.P. And, and didn't he, didn't he do? Yeah, rest in peace. Didn't he do Home Alone? I think he did. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Both yeah. of them. And he did the third one. Not the third one. He, he should have stopped before number three. Uh, That's where it, the third he, one, the best three, one. Yeah. Number, oh, number That's where four. he jumped. Uh, number four. Was it jump the dolphin? Jump the whale? What's the saying? Jump, oh, jump the shark. The shark. Flew, flew, the, flew the coop. Man, you are off with your sayings tonight. <laughs> Screwed the pooch. Oh, yeah, so did Drill Bit Taylor. Movie title. Uh, he did. That was a, He wrote it. That was Drill his last movie before funny. passing away. Oh, I guess after the 80s, he took a dive. <laughs> Drill, you ever seen Drill Bit Taylor? No, I've never seen Drill Bit Taylor. It's pretty funny. Actually. I don't think anyone's seen it. The, the, kid, oh, the kids yeah. are so funny in that. Oh, he the did Flubber. Kids. That's oh, a good movie. Classic. Classic movie. I enjoyed and 101 Flubber. Dalmatians. Hmm. That's a good one too. Well, he did a lot. And Beethoven. Yeah, he's he was great. All right. Well, now that we've talked about Uncle John Buck, Hughes's uh, filmography, movie. okay. Planes, oh, yeah. trains, they, and they automobiles. I was about to ask if he did planes, trains, and automobiles. He did every he did John Candy Buck movie. Show. God, he was. John Candy was great. Dang, he was great. The eighties. Look at this. Oh, uh, yeah. 16 Candles to he, The Breakfast Club to European Vacation to Pretty in Pink to Ferris Bueller's Day Off to Planes, Trains, and Automobiles to Uncle Buck geez. and Christmas Vacation. Those are the, be- the, the best yeah, movies. Yeah, he had a, quite a run. To even just do that many movies in a seven-year stretch. Yeah. He made 80s comedy. Seriously. Icon. Seriously. Speaking of 80s comedy, Spaceballs was one of my favorites. Oh, me too. That's a great movie. And I was like touting it. So I was like talking it up to my friends in like fourth grade leading up to like this one of my friends sleepover parties. Like, yeah, we're going to watch Spaceballs. It's so funny. They just did not get Mel Brooks comedy. They thought it was stupid. Before or after your adventurous day at Scooterville? This was actually, I'd say the same year as Scooterville. Wow. Yeah, this was the same year. How about that? We were talking about it at Scooterville. You were scooting around in Scooterville. And uh, I was telling my friends, yeah, Spaceball is so funny. We're going to laugh out loud all night. And they did. They had the same experience they with shut, our friend Chris Perez. They shut it off within 20 minutes. They loved Spaceballs, but they didn't even watch the movie. <laughs> they, I, well, I, I, I was doing a great job advertising it, I'm and they, sure they just... They ate it all up, and Chris, then once they saw it, they just didn't like it. 
Josh and Perez hated it. And I remember oh, yeah, I remember we tried to watch Moss it. Yeah. and I yeah. and Bailey and everyone was saying how great it was and Perez and Josh just did not get the humor. Yeah, they turned yeah, it off quick too. Like they thought it was so dumb. The whole my I love the scene where they're in the desert and they're combing <laughs> yes. they're oh, we're combing the desert. And they have the the combs and they got the black guy with the hair pick. We ain't found shit. Um because they have like the tiniest yeah, one. Yeah. It's so yeah. great. Well, that's uh, Mel Brooks. He's great. If you ever seen Young Frankenstein, oh yeah, that's a classic. Um, with the father from uh, Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah. No. Oh what? yeah, he was. Was he like the? He was in it. Yeah. He was Young Frankenstein, he... wasn't he? Oh. I've only seen pieces of it. Wait. Young Frankenstein. Yeah, that's what you said, right? Yes. Yeah. That's Pe- the dad from Everybody Peter Loves Boyle. Raymond. Oh yeah. Oh, Gene Wilder's in that movie. Hmm. Yes, you didn't, he know, is. you didn't know that. That yeah, no. Gene Wilder's in all of them. And Cloris Leachman. That's right. From Office Fame. Yeah. Didn't Come she on. play the um and Gene Hackman? The girl. Gene Hackman was she there? gets the sponge bath from like uh Jack Black. Oh, what are you talking about oh, right now? Are you talking about <laughs> in the, um, office. the movie in no, the, yeah, the movie in the that they watch in the office. Yeah, yeah. that uh, Jim and Pam watch. Oh, when she's on like the that, the seat that that's her up a and down great the scene. Andy yeah. thinks he's they're like, such good analysts, like, such good movie analysts. Yeah. Oh she's, yeah, he like, says at like, the end like uh, maybe I could be a food critic. This food yeah. tastes bad. <laughs> <laughs> I love the the scene in that mo- that fake movie when she's like leaving. She's like, "Don't go!" and she's like slowly going up the <laughs> stairs in the chair. That's r- oh, that's a good episode. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Oh, all right, guys. I think we could. Uh, oh, sorry, Luke. What do you got to say? <laughs> Maggie's here. We got to wrap it up. That yeah, was, I got that was my dinner, phone. dinner plans. Where are you guys going for dinner? I don't know yet. Probably just some bar. Some bar. Just go to work. grab go food. Up. She's tired. Um, Luke, bin. wait. wait were you going to say something? No, that was my phone. Oh, this oh. guy got his phone on his Places laptop. To go, people to see. Oh, he's sending up. texts during the tripod cast. You have your phone connected to your laptop as well, so. What do you mean connected to it? You get he your text messages. That up on his phone. Oh, that's true. And it starts new chats for everybody, apparently. Yeah, it's the worst. Only, it's in, only my only work that, computer. My yeah. personal doesn't do it. But, mm-hmm. um, well, my cat's about to go behind my TV. Yeah, She's very confused. She's playing with the Xbox now. But, uh, yeah, anyway, I think that's going to wrap it up again for the Tri Podcast. <laughs> and uh, we'll Perfect. see you guys next time. See ya.